Hello everybody, this is Thomas Shane Nang. Welcome again for today's episode of Marketplace Influencer. You know, uh, I'm grateful for today um, for two things. One is I was able to finish one specialization already which is uh, Financial Technology Innovations or FinTech because that's a quite interesting course for me, for me. Um, because especially my former employer, even though the bank that they own is not among the top 5 banks. It's in the top 10 or probably top 15, but it's not in the top 5. But it's so amazing that they are taking certain risk to bring in, the not to bring in, but to transition the banking business into, into fintech. That's why they started their fintech organization also. The interesting here is, this is something that we can already observe. Because some people, not because they are hiding themselves, it's more of they're looking for other financial avenues where the government is less strict. Because there are times if you look at it, the banking institution, I'm coming from a banker's as a former banker coming from a banking industry yes we are strictly following what the government is is imposing if you as a central bank here in the Philippines we have the Banco Central ng Pilipinas or the Central Bank of the Philippines we follow rules but because of those certain rules it's hard to avail of credit lines it's hard to avail of, of less tedious requirements for borrowing money or opening account. And all of a sudden, this sudden craze of seeing other alternatives, non-banks, non-financial institutions, non-banks. When I say non-banks or non-financial institutions, they have other businesses. But now that they can hold money to help others also and these are the financial technologies that that are competing with the banks that are competing that has become they have become the the solid alternatives for our money options also where our where we can park our money where we can place our money this way it's very interesting that's why the one of the biggest learnings I as I finished the course in a banker's side, if I'm still a banker, if I stayed if in during the 2012 I decide to stay with the bank, the best option right now is to collaborate, not to compete, collaborate. Make a way for a bank to still become make a way for the bank to remain significant by collaborating with these financial technologies. Because if they compete with it, it's goodbye for them. And because I'm no longer a banker, I used to be a banker. That's my suggestion. Don't compete. Learn to collaborate. Or learn to create ways to create your own financial technologies. That's why it's very scary because you look at it. If I get to visit a bank right now, they implement a some sort of below 50%, well, more of a 30% work manpower manpower only and sooner or later as banks or 
financial technologies become stronger in the Philippines because here maybe in the US and China it's very strong financial technologies are prevalent already once Philippines uh, follow suit or the financial technologies thrive in this country also I tell you um, bank branches will be removed well there will be a significant reduction of bank branches there will be a significant reduction of bank employees or bank tellers already that's why my suggestion they have to study this also how to transition also because i realize um it's quite a different market especially if you have especially if there are small and medium enterprises maybe not just small and medium the small and micro enterprises these companies these businesses have a hard time looking for loans or credit lines from banks now all of a sudden this idea of financial technologies they are coming up with ways to provide them credit opportunities where they can borrow money to expand their businesses especially these businesses micro and small cannot even get it from banks if they get to borrow from the government it's not that significant also but financial technology firms financial technology firms start to see this as an opportunity for them to go into business and these are not banks these are not financial institutions they just have the technology to do it also that's why it's called fintech because they know the financial needs of others they have the technology to do it and they combine that's why it's a coined word also fintech it's quite new but it has been there i realize it has been there it has been there and if you talk about bitcoin cryptocurrency this is this are not new they are just noisy basically they made a hype but i realized this cryptocurrency has been there for the longest time bitcoin was able to capitalize of creating a huge hype that made it popular and as according to university of michigan as they conducted the financial technologies innovation financial technology innovations they said it has been there Bitcoin or cryptocurrency is not is part of it but not the large part of it it's the noisiest part of it the popular part of it the noisiest or the popular part of it but it has been there and so it's quite interesting as I learned these things also I'm still learning I'm not I'm I want to clarify something I'm not an expert I took it just to understand it but it's gonna be a lifelong understanding especially as the society becomes cashless that is very interesting how this fintech is going to imp to be come more relevant to all of us also that's why i'm doing i'm going through these courses also this i just finished my second specialization i'm very thankful i'm currently just finished not finished i currently submitted all of the requirements for my third specialization which is learn mandarin chinese so i just you know i'm thankful because i just took the final course which is composed of long exams final exams it's a good thing by god's grace by the creator's grace i was able to pass all those exams 
in just one take. So there, I took six exams earlier. I took six exams. I passed all of them by, by God's grace. I passed all of those exams in just one take. Though I can retake them, but it's just that the exams are so long, I don't want to retake anymore. As long as I passed, what's important is not the grade. What's important is what I learned. I'm not, honestly, when I take these courses, I'm not into the grades. I'm more into the what I can learn from it also. So I passed those six exams. I don't plan to retake some of them because I already passed them. What's important is how I can apply, especially I grew up hearing Mandarin but not learning Mandarin. What do I mean? I know a few words of Mandarin. I can understand a few Mandarin words, but I cannot do it in a very in a conversational way because it's not my thing. Uh, remembering when I was in high school, even grade school, the Mandarin that we studied is more of memorized. Just imagine this is the question. You should memorize the answer. That's how you're gonna answer. It's all memorization but not conversational. That's why it's really a struggle. That's why if I look back, I did not understand anything. I did not know how to apply it. I can only understand a few words. You know, when I was taking this course from Shanghai Chao Tong University, it was a very entertaining course. They made it very entertaining. But I realized it was difficult. Unless you have a background in Mandarin, unless you have a, even a small background, just like from in my case, I have a small background, it's gonna be tough. You know, as I as I finished the exams, I submitted all the projects. You know, the projects are you have to speak in Chinese, you have to speak in Mandarin. So just to appreciate what Mandarin. Mandarin is like English. It's going to be the the predominant business language eventually. Here in the Philippines, our main language is Tagalog. But we have so many dialects like Kapampangan, Bisaya, um, in Chinese, Mandarin is the main language, but there are other dialects. And the dialect that I speak is Fukien. To some people, it's um, Cantonese. But I speak Fukien because my parents taught me Fukien, and if I'm at home speaking to them, it's Fukien. So. But Mandarin is another thing. Uh, it's a different animal. It's the main language in a different animal, but I'm just accustomed to a dialect, which I hardly practice also. But it becomes natural if someone speaks in Fukien in that dialect. It's easy for me to speak also. It becomes automatic. But I strongly suggest study Mandarin. And, and I'm very thankful because, you know, I was planning, as, I was planning for myself. I want to understand esports, and lo and behold, I was able to finish the four courses of esports specialization. All of a sudden, I was thinking of how I can learn Mandarin even more. Then, this specialization came, so it's not yet done. I've submitted everything. I passed all the exams and submitted all the projects. Hopefully, 
hopefully I can get a favorable result. I need it. Well, not just to have the specialization. It's more of it. I need the confidence to build up on it. It was a beginner's. It was a beginner's course. So maybe I'm not ready. Maybe next season I'm gonna start taking the intermediate courses of Mandarin. I'm still praying if I'm gonna do that. But all thing, one thing I know is I need to learn Mandarin. So I'm still gonna. Pray about it, but it's gonna be exciting also because it's something I'm not good at. It's gonna push me to another level, but I'm not gonna do it this time around. I'm gonna do it next season. That's one of my goal next year. So that's those are things I plan also. So it's very interesting. I'm still learning also. Um, we have to learn. We have to improve. We have to enhance our game. So, but for this episode, our title is Have Your Blue Badge. Have Your Blue Badge. The reason why I want, I entitled it for our episode, Have Our Blue Badge, because it's so interesting. I got, I start seeing in maybe in facebook this is in facebook i get to observe them already some of the entities and individuals they start to have the blue badge you know the check mark the blue check mark that's the blue badge so even the founder of mra audio res toledo uh, his someday dream fb account has a blue badge already it's very interesting there's something about that blue badge that interests me also. It is something I hope to have soon as I build. Because the thing is, during this pandemic, during this season, there are a lot of dishonest people. Sadly, dishonest people who are trying to hack your account, dishonest people who are pretending to be your friends, who, like for example, you have this friend, his name is Friend B, but someone will pretend to be that friend B also, just to, just to steal money from you, just to, just to deceive you also, because there's one time who messaged me, who was a friend, is a f- Facebook friend, uh, who's asking me how I'm doing, and eventually I feel something strange. Then when I went to search that friend of mine, it turns out it was not my friend who was messaging me. It was someone trying to to scam me who who made a messenger account pretending to be my friend. So that's why it's, it's quite scary. You know that's why this blue badge is something interesting because this blue badge will validate, will authenticate that it's you. It will authenticate it's you. This is the real account. Because I remember, uh, if it's not a false account, if it's not a scammer, it's a fan's account. I remember I was inviting someone to speak in our men's event. I was inviting someone to speak in our leadership event or men's event. I cannot remember. That was a year ago. I was messaging this this player. This person is a, is a basketball player. This person is a... 
is a professional athlete here in the Philippines, a professional basketball athlete here in the Philippines. So I messaged him. I messaged his Facebook account. And eventually I realized this person messaged back, this is not the real account, this is the fan's account. That's why there are two types of account right now. The, the false account, when you say the false account, these are the scammers. These are the people who are trying to trick you, who are trying to to pretend to be someone that you know, but with the aim of trying to scam you. There's another type of account that you will discover. These are the so-called fans account. You know, I was fa- I was, as I was following Jason Tatum, and I th- all the while this Facebook account, I thought. It was Jason Tatum's account. And eventually, as I visited again and again, I discovered eventually, they started declaring, this is Jason Tatum's fan's account. Fan's account. So it was not his account. So that's why there are two types of accounts that you'll face eventually. False account and the fan's account. Because, just think about it. Some of, if you have fans... Like for example, if this person is a fan of of Robert Downer, Downey Jr. Because they are so obsessed of being a fan of Robert Downey Jr., they created a Robert Downey Jr. account. So they will create a Robert Downey Jr. account because they are fans. They are, they love RDJ so much. Maybe because of maybe because of Iron Man, they fell in love with RDJ. That's why they started an account. But of course, on the part of RDJ, he needs to to protect himself. So his real account will have a blue badge. That's why if you see a blue badge, the check mark, the blue mark, the blue badge, it's like a check mark. It's a blue badge. That's what's called blue badge. If it has a blue badge, it means it has been authenticated that's the original account of that person so if you get to see a rdj account with a blue badge that is his if there is no blue badge that is not his because if you i saw a lot of fans account like michael jordan fans account a lot of fans account but how would you know if that account is the person himself if there is a blue badge that's why i'm hoping maybe not this year maybe until next year maybe next year hopefully until next year i get to have my blue badge also that's my goal uh, that's my next goal right now if there's a resolution new year's resolution well not the new year's resolution one of my aim is to get my own blue badge for my accounts for my social media accounts i need to get my blue badge for my social media accounts just to authenticate it's mine the reason i'm aiming for that also is because early this year my page was was stolen my page was stolen basically my page was stolen this person pretended to be someone an advertiser who's gonna help me to monetize my facebook account so this person pretended to be someone who's gonna help me to monetize my facebook account and all of a sudden it was stolen so 
now I'm being careful also that's why I hope to have my blue badge for my existing accounts to have my blue badge also that's why be careful there are a lot of scammers don't don't believe what you what you read don't just believe what you read investigate so that's why this episode the title is have your blue badge so that's my goal also have my blue badge soon it's one way of authenticating it's your account also so the acronym for today's episode is blue maybe because i like the color blue even though i graduated from a university that is green i like the color blue there's i came from a university that the color is green but i i love the color blue though the though my favorite team right now in nba because of jason tatum my favorite team is boston celtic celtics which is green but in general i like blue even though even right now i'm wearing blue i'm wearing a blue colored shirt right now i like the color blue in general because if you think about blue what does blue mean i discovered you know i discovered blue means trust blue means trust blue means security the color blue means trust the blue color means security no wonder a lot of the banks the banks that i know here in the philippines use the color blue because blue represents trust the blue represents security that's why a lot of the banks that i know uses the color blue that's what blue means so i like the color blue basically and if you want again let me repeat blue just simply means trust blue means security i just like the color blue as simple as it uh, as simple as that also so that's why our acronym for this episode have your blue badge is blue so the first point letter b first point be the person you can be be the person you can be you know this year especially when the pandemic came there just one i just have one goal for this year when the pandemic came because of my mentor who challenged our team and that is to reinvent myself and i was figuring out how in the world How in the world I can reinvent myself? And I realized I discovered it's to study. Because I have this excuse, even to my girlfriend, you know, I think taking studies or online studies is not my thing. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. Until I tried one course, I tried a second course, I tried a third course, a fourth course, then the rest is history. I finished 89 certification courses already. I finished 89 certification courses. I already finished 89 certification courses. <sighs> Two specializations already. And it has become history. Be the person you can be. What can you benefit? What did I benefit from taking 
uh, certification courses. Well, in general, these certification courses are just paper. If I think about it, it's just paper. It's this certificate courses. The certificate is just a paper. But why, why, why accumulate? Well, not accumulate. Why take so many courses? Well, one is be the person that I can be. Be the person that you can be. I want to build my confidence. I want to build my rapport, my confidence. I want to build. I want to reinvent myself. Basically, I want to reinvent. Be the person that I can be. Is I want to make myself well learned, well equipped, prepared for any season. There's a reason why I'm no longer a banker. I have, I left the banking industry eight years ago, and all of a sudden I took this fintech specialization, and I realized it affirmed me. Back then, it may be a bad decision, but fast forward to 2020, fast forward to now, I realized I made the right decision because as I was taking the fintech course, it affirmed me. This is now the inevitable, and so many bankers are not ready to face this new reality, and many of them will be affected by it. So be the person that you can be. So as I was taking, it affirms me. So right now, the next step is I'm trying to build up my confidence to learn Mandarin. I'm not an expert; I'm just familiar with it. I'm starting to become more familiar with it again, but still not an expert. But I want to improve more, and that's my goal for next season: Mandarin. Be the person you can be. Be the person you can be. Something you can be. Something that you are willing to show. Not to be ashamed of anymore. Be the person you can be. That's my first call. That's the first point of this episode. Have your blue badge. The acronym is blue. Letter B. The acronym is blue. Be the person you can be. Just be the person you can be. Find it. Discover it. You still have a few days left here in 2020. It's still. It's still. 63 days before the year ends, and try to discover yourself. If you cannot discover it, at least build your confidence as you prepare. You know the NBA will start December twenty-two. December twenty-two, and that's just a few days, and that's just a few days. That's fifty-three days from now, and the NBA will re- will start again. You know why use the NBA? People will ask me why use the NBA. I have a simple reason why you said. Just imagine. A bench player in NBA, a bench player, a bench player, earns one million dollars annually. One million dollar annually. I bet a typical bench player can earn one million dollar annually. If you convert that 
into peso because $1 is to 50 pesos. That's 50 million pesos. Just imagine, can you earn something like that in your regular work? Here in the Philippines, the typical salary range is 15, the the typical, it's 15 to 25,000 a month. 15,000 a month or 25,000 a month. So if you analyze it, if you analyze it, that's that's 180,000 pesos per year or 180,000 to 300,000 per year. Just imagine an NBA player can earn 1 million dollar. Let's say not 1 million dollar, maybe half a million a year. If you if you convert that to peso, that's that's 25 million pesos. And that's a huge amount. That 25 million pesos is like a salary of a president of a company or president of a bank. That that is like a salary of a president of a bank. Maybe a president of a bank. That's why I use the NBA. How come these players, even a bench player who hardly plays, earns that much? How come a bench player who hardly plays, maybe he is, he is privileged enough to play at least 5 to 10 games in one season? Because, he, because he's just a bench player. He's a player who will only play if someone gets injured. He's a player who gets to play if there is garbage time. When you say garbage time in NBA is if the team is leading by more than 20 points already. And there's just less than two minutes in the game, and it's and the game is already over because it's 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 impossible to catch up anymore. That's the garbage time, and that's where these players, bench players, get the opportunity to play because because the team who's winning is has already secured the game. The team who's losing is has no chance of getting back already. They let the bench players play. So that's one. Be the person you can be. Prepare. Second, letter L. The second point is letter L. Live a life of significance. Live a life of significance. The reason why I took the esports specialization, I'm not a gamer. I played games before. But I don't have any more games in my cell phone or in my gadget. I used to play. I've never been a gamer. What? Why can I? Why did I say that? Just imagine I shared this already. Imagine I play, I played Counter Strike with my friends before, and I cannot even distinguish the enemies and my teammates. There are times I get to shoot my teammates, and my teammates was asking who's shooting me, and I did not know. I did not know. So that's how poor I am. Live a life of significance. The reason why I took that esports is because of this. You know, I read the news yesterday that esports will be will now be an official sporting event in NCAA here in the Philippines. Just imagine when you talk about here in the Philippines the the most popular sport in NCAA NCAA here in the Philippines is basketball. In US in US NCAA 
the two popular sports there is basketball and football maybe also golf maybe in some individual sports but here in the philippines the most popular sport in ncaa alone is just basketball and volleyball volleyball is catching up just imagine esports esports is being introduced next season 2021 it's gonna enter already just imagine it's a it's a awarding ceremony or opening ceremony there are tall players who are basketball players or athletes then you get to see some people i don't want to judge them but you would know that they are gamers you would you would already assess from their looks um they are gamers already and that's the new reality that we're in esports is something go people are going to em- people are going to embrace esports because even ncaa here in the philippines will will launch it next year ncaa was featured was launched in the southeast asian games last year just imagine that and i was thinking hmm Maybe this is the best way I can reach out to them also. Just imagine there are now more and more NBA players. Just imagine there are now more and more NBA players entering entering into esports franchise. That's their business right now. So when I say live a life of significance, how can we help other people? The reason a game even though I'm not a gamer The reason why I took the eSports specialization is my I just have one goal and that is to reach out to them. Live a life of significance. When you say significance, how can you help other people? How can you help? Basically, my my definition of significance is how can you help other people? And my goal for eSports is to help other people. Is to reach out to the eSports players. So that's my second point. L is live a life of significance. The third point is letter U. Understand that you are not... No, understand that you are unique. Understand that you are unique. And I realize you cannot force people to be like you. Let me repeat. You cannot force people to be like you. Because whether we like it or not, whether we accept it or not, we like it or not, we love it or not, we are all unique. Understand that... that you are unique understand that we are all unique and i realize some people cannot do what i do and some not, and some of the things that people other do that other people do i cannot do because we are all unique you know i was looking at pao who invited me to do podcasting under mra audio he's gifted in marketing I suggested some marketing strategies which he said it will not work because he already tried it and and I realized wow his experience his uniqueness allowed him to be aware of the marketing realities already which I did not know when I saw Res Toledo uh, MRA Ojo why he's that's how his strategy is because he's unique he's a unique being in a sense that he's a music artist he has been there for the longest time he know what the market needs that shows his uniqueness but i realize understand that we are all unique understand that we are all unique and i realize i am also unique 
in in my own sense and uh like in my own team in workplace of winners the reason why i'm capable of taking a lot of courses is because i realized i discovered i'm uniquely adjusted to it i'm uniquely adjusted to it i'm not i cannot say that i'm uniquely made for it i'm uniquely adjusted to it because prior to the pandemic i was not doing it but when the pandemic came i i tested a bit of it i became uniquely adjusted to it even the podcast i'm uniquely adjusted to it also unlike my teammates in workplace of winners because i realize um there is something about podcast that made me excited about it maybe because podcasting is the future also it excites me it it allowed me to see that this is now the reality that i'm in understand that we are all unique and lastly and lastly exercise eternity mindset exercise eternity mindset this is i would just want to end with this whether you have covid-19 or not this is the reality all of us will die all of us will die and i realize this covid-19 this pandemic revealed something about humans we are all afraid to die we we all will die we will die basically all of us will die that's the reality no one of us is immortal all of us will die and this pandemic revealed that we are afraid to die the reason why i put this last point exercise eternity mindset is this there is a creator who created us for his purpose that's why i cannot say that we are an accident no one is an accident no one i'm not an accident you are not an accident none of us are an accident we have been created for a purpose we have been created for a purpose why exercise eternity mindset the reason why we're afraid to die is because we don't realize that there is a life after death and just like my friend usually uses this in the in his speaking engagement you have two options non smoking area or smoking area what basically is this we face a lot of decisions right now a lot of decisions and we need to make good decisions for our lives if you have accepted christ if you have accepted christ you know you know where you're going also and that eternity eternity is exciting also that's why i like how the the best selling book author the best selling book purpose driven life the best selling book purpose driven life was written by rick warren and i remember this which he wrote in the first part of the purpose driven life this is a best selling book anyway our life on earth is 70 to 80 years well if you look at it our life on earth is just 70 to 80 years so if it's 70 or 80 i'm 37 i'm already halfway if it's 70 i'm more i'm already halfway of it already but our life on earth 70 to 80 years is just a dress rehearsal of the life to come it's a dress rehearsal that's why when i say that 
we need to exercise eternity mindset. Everything that we're going through right now here on earth is just a test they herself. The reason that, that we are afraid to die is because many of us are not ready to move to the eternity. We're not ready to go to the other side. Because there are two options in that other side. That's why if you have accepted Christ into your life, you made the right decision also. You're ready. So exercise eternity mindset. Because it's more than here. Our life on earth is just a test rehearsal of the life to come also. So that's our episode for today. Have your blue badge. Blue, that's our outline, our acronym. Be the person you can be. Letter B, be the person you can be. L, live a life of significance. My definition of significance is how can you help other people? You, understand that we are all unique. That's why you are not an accident. Letter E, exercise eternity mindset. The reason why we're afraid to die and this pandemic only shows that we're afraid to die is because many of us have not made that right decision. We are not ready for the other side. So that's our episode for today for Market Influencer. Have your blue badge. Thank you for joining me. I hope to hear from you. I hope this episode helps. Please message me. I hope to hear feedback from you. God bless.